0: Welcome to the Balanced Black Girl podcast. We're putting black girl magic in motion. This show is dedicated to reinventing wellness for women of color. I'm your host, Lestrandra Alfred. Welcome back to the show. It is New Year's Eve heading straight into 2019 at the time that I am recording and releasing this podcast. We're doing this real time and it is the last episode of the Balanced Black Girl podcast of 2018, Um, which is exciting because, you know, Balanced Black Girl is still fairly new. Uh, We started back in October. This is episode number 14. So we don't have a full like yearly recap of episodes that we're going to talk about today, Uh, but I did want to do kind of a 2018 wrap-up that is a little bit more personal. Last week after releasing our Q&A episode, I got the request to do more solo episodes, which um, I am happy to do, but I need to make sure that it's on things that I actually want to talk about. So after this week, once we get into January, we will be going full speed ahead with our interviews because I have some amazing, amazing women who I have had incredible conversations with that I'm excited to share with you, and that is still definitely going to be the meat of the show, however every once in a while I am happy to pop in and have just these solo conversations with you with with the audience because I appreciate you listening and I do also think it's important uh, if you're going to tune in and and hang out with me every week even with our guests um, that you get to know me a little bit better so this episode is going to serve kind of a dual purpose one to wrap up 2018 and two uh, to help you kind of get to know me a little bit more if you are not as familiar so here we go so i have seen on uh social media and the internet this week um the quote from zora neale hurston has been floating around a lot from their eyes were watching god which i need to reread i haven't read their eyes were watching god since i think middle school And I really, really want to reread it. So maybe that'll be a future Balanced Black Girl Book Club pick. Um, But the the Zora Neale Hurston quote that has been floating around everywhere is, there are years that ask questions and years that answer. And I think that that is just such a powerful, powerful statement. Um, And on a more personal note, I feel like 2018 for me has both Asked questions and answered kind of all in one. Um, I have had a really, really major personal transformation this year that I think has been pretty apparent, at least for everyone who knows me in my personal life, and for a lot of people who have followed me and kind of engaged with my content and my journey and my story uh the transformations that i've undergone this year have been very evident to to those people as well maybe not people who are newer to following me or newer to following what i'm doing but um if if you knew less at the beginning of 2018 and and see me now it's it's very very different and um 2018 has been really challenging in a lot of ways, personally, professionally, um, physically, financially, emotionally, just every every area of life I that I can think of at the moment, I have had kind of majorly rocked and impacted in some way. And it's just been one of those years that, you know you go through those challenges or you go through things that you maybe you didn't see yourself having happen but once you come out on the other side and once you kind of survive those things um, just the empowerment that comes with that can be really really incredible and for me that is where I am at for sure so to wrap up 2018 uh, there are a few things I wanted to talk to you about today the first is just highlights of the year, uh, maybe sharing some of my personal highlights as well as just highlights of of things that I've seen kind of in the world around me in the wellness space, in the online space, um, things that I think were just really fantastic growth for myself and others. Uh, next, I want to talk about some of the lessons that I have learned in 2018 and And some of those things where I maybe got some bumps and some bruises, but became, um, so much more aware and, and stronger and just a better person, more compassionate, more caring, um, Oftentimes, reaching that point comes from lessons, comes from the bumps and the bruises. Uh, After that, I'm going to talk about kind of what's next, what's on the horizon for Balanced Black Girl in 2019. Um, I would love to kind of challenge you to think a little bit about goals and what's next for you, but maybe not in kind of the cheesy new year, new you way that um, we're familiar with. Not that there's anything wrong with that, because I think that... Anytime you have a fresh start and you want to really kind of draw a line in the sand and better yourself, I think that that is a fantastic thing. So I'm not one to knock resolutions, uh, but I've learned that there are some ways that resolutions and goal setting kind of resonate at least for me, um, and some ways that kind of don't. And so I would love to talk to you a little bit about just things that I've learned that can hopefully help you reach your goals as well. So that's what we're talking about today. That's what's good. So let's just get into it. Uh, First and foremost, highlights. Highlights of 2018. Um, So on a personal note for me, you know, at the beginning of 2018, when I look back and when I think about where I was and what my goals were, I had a lot of goals around community, around connection, around deepening my connections with people, around deepening my friendships and just making more time for fun. Um, I, from the years 2014 through 2017, was just constantly in a state of stress, of work, of go, go, go. I was doing everything from working full-time in corporate to launching a blog to teaching fitness classes to going back to school to working for a nonprofit where in between all doing all of those things, I was going to elementary schools and teaching nutrition. To I was just in such a mode of hustle for so long that by the end of 2017, I really reached a point where I was like, I'm tired of working in some form or fashion 24-7, and I just want to have fun. Like My goal for 2018 was to let loose a little bit, was to make more time for play and recreation, and to really seek out community with people that I felt a little bit more connected to. I was really struggling with... um, having really wonderful people in my life but people that I didn't feel there was still a, there was still a wall there there was just a level of connection with some of the people that I was spending a lot of time around in previous years that I just felt like I I was around people that I couldn't fully be myself around I was around people that I there was still something there that that relatability just wasn't there. They didn't really like the same things I liked. They didn't, we didn't relate on any kind of deep level. It was very surface level. And I was craving kind of deep connection with people who understood me with people who liked the things i liked having conversations that i wanted to have not feeling weird or like an outsider like i was just so different from all the people i was spending time around so that was really the frame of mind that i personally had going into 2018 was like i just want to strengthen my connections with people and i just want to have some freaking fun because my mid-20s was all about the hustle and I'm grateful for that because I also learned a lot. I learned a lot about myself. I built and created some incredible things during that time, but I, I needed to have a good time. <laughs> and uh, for me, a big highlight of 2018 was really learning how to kind of cut myself some slack, learning how to cut myself some slack from a work perspective and, and not uh, working myself into the ground nearly as much as I had in previous years. And. Um, not being so hard on myself from a fitness perspective and really letting go of the idea that I needed to work out so much, that I needed to kind of be the picture perfect person of health, that I needed to have a body that looked a certain way, that I needed to fit in a certain size. You know, I, I knew that I didn't have to do those things, but still a lot of those feelings really, really lingered to the point where I still at the beginning of 2018, wasn't really allowing my body to rest in, in ways that I, I needed to give myself rest. Um, I, I wasn't sleeping as well as I should have because I would get up and I would push myself really hard in the gym. I was probably doing more hit than I needed to do. I, I was still, I knew better, but I wasn't doing better. So a big part of letting loose for me was kind of letting go of some of that super stringent, um, rigid kind of fitness mentality that I had set up for myself. Now, on the flip side of that, something that has kind of suffered as a result is I have not had as much fitness content. And that is something that I get feedback about all the time. It's like, bring the workouts back. We miss your workouts. And I get it and I hear you. And y'all, I miss my workouts too, but your girl is tired. Your girl was getting out of bed at 4 or 5 a.m. every day for like six years to work out before work and film those workout clips for y'all. So I'm sleeping in, I'm having a good time, and I'm taking a break. And eventually, when I'm back in that groove, y'all will get your workouts again. But uh, for now, I'm still in chill mode. I'm in a Let me take a few workout classes a week, just enough to keep my body moving mode, but I am like chilling. And that has been a huge highlight for me. Along the same lines, uh, this summer when I was self employed and had the opportunity to kind of create my own schedule, I. It just really branched out and I made some amazing new friends I've connected with and met some incredible people this year and I've also reconnected with a lot of amazing old friends so people that I knew in high school or people that I kind of ran in the same circles with but like hadn't really connected with in a while I reconnected with and really found a lot of those deeper connections that I was seeking at the beginning of the year through connections that I already had, but just needed to revisit and restrengthen, And for that, I am so, so incredibly, incredibly grateful for. And it has been a huge, huge personal highlight. And um, for me, I really feel like that goal of just spending more time having fun playing being around people that i felt more connected to was definitely realized um and i'm extra extra grateful for that because it was so needed and i just feel like i'm in such a better space um in that regard, going into 2019 than I was going into 2018. And so I am excited to continue really doing a better job balancing work and play, especially because I have some really fun plans for 2019. I'm going to be turning my dirty 30 this year, and I really plan on like bringing in 30 right. So we're we're going to keep up the, the playing as hard as we work because uh, I don't know. Why not? Let the good times roll. Another big highlight for me on more of a professional note um, was was this, this platform, Creating Balanced Black Girl. Um, the time leading up to Creating Balanced Black Girl was really really hard, and I will get into that a little bit later when I talk about the lessons in, in detail. But it was just a time that was very um, high anxiety for me. That was very high uncertainty, where I just felt like literally everything around me was kind of crumbling, and like my my ground was very uneven. And creating this platform and kind of the community and the incredible incredible platform that has really rallied around this message has been a huge huge highlight for me um because it's something that I had always wanted but didn't didn't know I wanted didn't know if I could pull it off I didn't for a long time really believe in myself that I could pull it off but Realizing that one, yes, I can, and and gaining that confidence to be able to create a whole new platform, even if it does tackle hard conversations, even if sometimes I do say things that rub people the wrong way and piss people off, um, is well worth it because it's for a broader message. The confidence that I have gained in just getting to that point where I I felt comfortable enough to do it um, was huge for me. And then also seeing it happen and seeing it resonate with so many people and just the people that I connected with in the last quarter of 2018 from putting this message out there I mean, it has been phenomenal, the people that this platform has brought into my life in such a short amount of time. And that has been a huge highlight. And I'm so excited to see that grow and continue. And beyond just me, beyond just Balanced Black Girl and, you know, the website, the podcast, the newsletter, whatever, is that I have since I launched it seen. Directly, a lot of conversations then spurring about diversity and diversity and wellness. You know, friends of mine who have podcasts of their own who maybe didn't really think about the diversity of who they were bringing on and what their guests were talking about and the experiences that they were sharing are now considering those things. It's now becoming a bigger and bigger conversation. And if you know balanced black girl had even just a small part of of opening up those conversations i mean I- I just think that that is incredible, and I'm so excited for those conversations to continue, um, because that is how we're really going to flip this wellness industry on its head. That is how we're going to get the inclusion and the representation that is necessary for everyone. And man, I just we're just getting started, but it's this is becoming a whole thing, and the conversations are hard and they are uncomfortable and. It is challenging and people feel like they don't have any power, like they can't do anything about it. But I think slowly people are realizing that they do have power and that you can do something about it. Um, Now, it doesn't mean that I necessarily know all the answers or that I am going to give the answers to you on a silver platter uh, because that's a whole nother thing. (laughs) But. I think just seeing people come into their power and understanding, no matter who you are or where you're from, there is something that you can do to address it and to help it from where you're at, from whatever your platform is, is incredible and empowering. And I am just so, so excited to see what is in store there. Um Another highlight, and uh, this one is something that I definitely didn't see coming at the beginning of 2018, but has... a huge highlight for me personally and has impacted me immensely uh, has been my natural hair journey. So if you follow me on Instagram, you have probably seen quite a bit about this just because that's where I kind of document most of my day-to-day life. So you see me real time. I talk about it a lot because I get a lot of questions about it. Uh, But in June of 2018, I decided to stop straightening my hair. Uh, If you're interested more of like the behind the scenes of why on my IGTV at Balance Less, I recorded like a whole video kind of talking about my personal hair journey. But I just wanted to try it out. I would see other women rocking their natural hair and just thought that it was so beautiful and for a long time really beat myself up that I didn't feel comfortable enough with it. I felt kind of ashamed that I didn't feel comfortable enough with myself to be able to to really try to make it work Um, and this year I just was like you know what I'm just gonna we're just gonna do it we're just gonna try it and I'm not gonna care what people think I'm not gonna care what other people's opinions are I'm just gonna like let myself be me and we're just gonna see what happens and I thought that it was just going to be a you know I save time straightening my hair and like my hair will get healthier and that's gonna be the only impact that that decision had, and really, it has honestly, truthfully changed my life. And that is not to say that, like, what we look like is everything, or that, you know, if you are not you know rocking your natural hair if you still straighten your hair or whatever it is that you're not powerful that's not what it is at all I think everyone should do what makes them feel comfortable I think that it is a very personal personal decision that is up to the individual and their comfort level And I think that any type of style or hair or whatever is beautiful because I think that who we are as people is what makes us beautiful but I will say that for me Um, A big part of why I was so afraid of rocking my natural hair for so long was because I, for a very long time, had the kind of personality where I loved to hide. Like I'm naturally very introverted. I will always be an introvert, but I also for a very long time was very reserved. I was very afraid of using my voice. I was very afraid of ever speaking up or rocking the boat or being heard, being seen. Like that was just my biggest fear for so long. The idea of then walking around life with a, a head of giant curly hair, you kind of can't walk through life unseen <laughs> when you have uh, a feature like that that tends to kind of garner a lot of attention. And for me, that was just something that, like, I didn't want to be seen. I didn't want people to know who I was or what. Like, I wanted to be undetected and kind of having my old kind of boring (laughs) look that tried to kind of blend in with everyone else was kind of my way of hiding until finally I just got to the point where it's like, I'm just going to be me. I'm going to do me. I don't care who can see me. I don't care who can hear me. I just don't care. I want to fully be authentically myself. Um, And with that came (laughs) kind of a big, not a personality change for me um, because I'm still the same person that I've always been, but I just became more unafraid of being seen of being heard I mean I'm still not a big fan of being like the center of attention but I now don't care who sees me or who hears me or I'm not so worried about people hearing my voice or what I have to say or asking me what I think because I'm like I'm just more comfortable putting it all out there and I think that wearing my natural hair and becoming unafraid of being seen becoming unafraid of really truly standing out um was a huge huge, huge part of that, that once I embraced that, you know what, I'm not going to be undetected anymore. <laughs> this is this is what it is. And I'm going to stick out like a sore thumb, um, especially kind of where I live in Seattle. It's not very diverse. It's very kind of homogenous place. So uh, being a person of color at all, let alone a person of color with like giant curly natural hair, you definitely stick out. But I just I didn't care anymore. I was just ready to be me. And I, I became Unafraid of kind of what came with that. Um, but as part of that, I really felt myself grow into my own power in a way that I simply hadn't before. And so even though it seemed on the surface like kind of a trivial, just change your appearance kind of thing, it actually had a really profound impact on me. It really inspired me. It gave me confidence that I didn't even know that I was lacking, but I now in hindsight can realize I was and I just have no intention of of turning back I don't know at at the time I'm recording this it's been like six months no straightening I mean I I might straighten it at some point eventually just like for funsies but no time soon I'm I'm here for for the curls and that has been um, a major major highlight for me. All right, so we talked about highlights. I also have some other highlights in there that are a little bit kind of more surface level of, you know, I had some fun trips and vacations, went to Los Angeles uh, for the Good Fest, which... also had some kind of uncomfortable moments if you've listened to my wellness so white episode of this podcast which I highly recommend you listen to um while it did have some uncomfortable moments it was also had some really beautiful moments of me getting to connect with some really incredible online friends in real life um and I also just really love LA and so you know getting to go it's kind of my happy place so um an amazing trip there to see friends went to Mexico and had a really fun vacation with my mom um recently was in some one of my girlfriends from college got married and so a bunch of us went out there and had kind of a girls trip there Um, those were kind of some of the more uh, kind of fluffy highlights (laughs) fluffy kind of yes of course highlights Um, so now let's talk about lessons I will be honest with y'all, and this is not necessarily something that I have personally shared on social media, but for me, 2018 has kind of kicked my butt in a lot of ways, some ways that have been really, really hard, some ways where I um, have kind of learned my own strength and, and um, ability to kind of persevere and overcome things and some ways that honestly, I'm still really working through and processing and will be for some time. Um, so some of the lessons that I learned, one, the biggest lesson was that I can be really resourceful in times of uncertainty. So in the spring of 2018, um, I learned that my full-time job at the time I had, uh, I had a marketing job at kind of a major wellness brand. It was essentially going away, that I was essentially getting laid off. Um, And I decided to use that as an opportunity to take my business, which was then the Balance Berry, full time, uh, because I wanted to essentially see if I could do it, see if I could, you know, support myself by purely working for myself um it's something that i had been working towards for so long that even though i was not financially before i you know lost my job making a full-time income from i wondered okay if i put full-time effort into this can i make a full-time income from it and essentially the answer was yes Yes, I could. I spent about three months running the Balance Berry full time, and during that time, I was able to to make a full time income. I was matching, you know, what my salary was at my old job, um, purely from working with personal training clients, from freelance work, and from sponsorships and brand partnerships, and uh, that was really freaking hard, (laughs) Um, but also super, super empowering. And while through that experience, I learned that being an online fitness coach wasn't what I wanted full time. And that's why I kind of ended the balance berry and ended that when I did, because it got to the point where it actually was successful and where it got, if it got any bigger, it actually would have been really, really hard to put an end to. That's why I kind of ended it when I did and as abruptly as I did. Um, But even though it wasn't for me, man, just the experience of like, hey, I can do this. I can literally like pay my bills from stuff that I have purely just made up and created and hustled up. Like, that is an incredible, incredible lesson that I am so grateful that I got to learn, and I do hope uh, to turn Balanced Black Girl into a successful, profitable business, kind of above and beyond what I did for the Balance Berry. And even though this business that I'm getting into is very different from what the Balance Berry was, um, because I'm not, you know, coaching clients or personal training. That was kind of the main, my main source of income in that business. The fact that I know that if I, you know, if push comes to shove and I'm out of a job or out of whatever, and if I needed to go hustle up some business for myself, the fact that I know that I can is crazy, crazy empowering. And I was just really excited to have had that experience and super proud of myself for having had that experience. And it was a really incredible, incredible lesson for me. Um... Uh, another lesson that was a really big challenge for me um on more of a kind of personal standpoint was just around my relationships and around you know having a relationship end when you put a lot of your identity into one person or one situation with one person, how that ends and who you show up as after that, for me, it was a really, really big challenge in 2018. And I did have to kind of um, kind of learn how to be independent again. And I, you know, I'm almost a little bit embarrassed to admit that for a few years there, I was not as independent as I thought I was and I um you know this year in 2018 really had to re-rediscover that about myself and and really seek out that sense of independence that I thought that I had that I realized I didn't um when I had a a relationship like truly end this year and even though that was really challenging um I think that from that experience, I experienced some of my greatest growth. And I think through that experience and learning how to kind of stand on my own two feet again and and be kind of the independent self that my younger self knows again, um, I was able to really understand what it is that I wanted just out of life, out of my career. I was able to understand how I wanted to show up for people. I was able to better understand kind of where along the way I had lost my independence and how I just never want to do that again and never want to feel that way again. Um, So it was really, really challenging. And I had a lot of really hard, sad, kind of lonely moments. But I think through that, I grew so much as a woman, as a friend, as just it really taught me a lot about how I show up for people, how I want people to show up for me, and that I can just I can be good on my own and and how empowering that is. There's really nothing more empowering than being able to be like, "You know what? I got my own back." And that was probably like my theme of of 2018. Now I'm just pulling out quotes because that was a, a Maya Angelou quote, and I know that this episode is named after Zora Neale Hurston quote. So I'm just kind of pulling out all my <laughs> pulling out all my quotes. But um, there's there's really nothing more empowering than than realizing that you've got your own back, and it was a really hard, painful lesson, but one that I am incredibly, incredibly grateful for in 2018. Um, another lesson that I learned in 2018 that is, um, one that is still a really big challenge and very sad for me was that, uh, this year I lost a loved one. Um, so my grandma passed away fairly suddenly. She, I mean, she had been sick for a while, but it it was still pretty sudden like when she passed away and and how she passed away and um you know I am really privileged that that is really been the first time that I've actually lost someone who is close to me and the fact that you know I'm almost 30 and it's the first time that that's kind of happened I realize how much privilege that is because I know people who have you know lost many loved ones a lot earlier in life um But for me, it's been a really big lesson of making sure you tell people you love them, making sure you tell people that you appreciate them, um, really not letting too much time go by without, just without making sure that the people you love know that you love them and um, really being able to spend time and appreciate people while they're here and, and while you can because, you know. Life is short and I don't want to make it sad, but it it is an important lesson and one that honestly I hadn't really learned and one that I had taken for granted, unfortunately. And um, that has been one that has been really hard and that I am still grieving and and working through and uh, processing, Um, but has been a really powerful lesson that has also made me really reevaluate how I again kind of show up for other people and making sure even if I can't physically be somewhere someone wants me to be or even if I can't go somewhere someone wants me to go at least if I do have to draw a boundary or if I have to say no I'm doing so in a way where it's like People still know that I love them, and people still know that I'm there for them, even if I can't physically do what they want me to do in that moment. Um, still, just even in times when I have to say no, because boundaries are still really important, making sure that I do so in a way that is still loving and supportive of others, because um, because life is short, and you know those it's hard situations like that are are really hard, but it has been probably the most valuable lesson that I have learned in 2018. Um so I just wanted to share that with you because I think that that is something that is important for all of us to remember. So um and the last lesson on ending ending that segment on a brighter note because I'm not going to end on a downer. Um Is also just that it's okay to speak up and open up to people. Um, As I kind of mentioned earlier, you know, this year I've met some incredible people. I've reconnected with old friends. I have made new friends. And literally all of those situations came from just kind of reaching out to people on a whim and just being like, hey, what are you up to? Hey, how are you doing? Hey, are you interested in this? And I've had some really, really beautiful um, friendships kind of blossom from that. So the lesson there is a good reminder to just not be so closed off and kind of in our own tunnels that it's okay to kind of look up and even just initiating something such as a simple conversation can bring really wonderful people into your life. And um, for me, you know, those lessons kind of came from avoid from kind of having a relationship end from losing a loved one from, you know, having space that felt sad, but space doesn't always have to be a sad thing, because the beautiful thing about having space in your life is that you then have space for blessings and abundance and wonderfulness to also be a part of your life, and that it's actually really hard to accept those things if you don't create space for them, so um that is what I have to say about that. (laughs) So uh, those are the lessons. Next, I would love to talk a little bit about just kind of what is next? Like what is next for wellness? What is next for Balanced Black Girl? What's next for me? What's next for you? I can't really tell you what's next for you, but I would love to hear what's next for you if you want to like you know, write me back and let me know. Um, What is next? So speaking from the Balanced Black Girl perspective, um, you know, so far this podcast and the community that has rallied around it has been better than anything I could have ever imagined. And the fact that people listen to it the way they do and share it and have really, really taken in the message and have loved the guests and you know, love the recommendations and just the community and conversations that have happened have been incredible. And we're going to keep on keeping on in 2019. So, we're going to keep bringing on more incredible guests, specifically women of color in wellness, um, to really share their experiences, share their expertise, and have conversations that are juicy and meaningful and tangible and helpful and inspiring and hard and good to just really sink into. That is really, really the jam. But in addition to that, um, I really, really want to focus on in real life connection. So in January, we're going to have our very first Balanced Black Girl meetup. So it is going to be a book club meetup. Um, for our December book read, which was Becoming by Michelle Obama. So if you're in the Seattle area, mark your calendars. January 12th is our date for that. I am finalizing details with our sponsor, Um, but we will have a, a Balanced Black Girl Book Club meetup for our very first meetup January 12th. And I'm so excited to connect with people in real life. It's something that I was super intimidated by that people have been asking for for a long time. And honestly, I put it off because I just thought like that stresses me out to organize it but I can't deny how much it's needed and you know if you've heard the story of how this podcast came to be it really came from me going to events and being frustrated that I'm the only woman of color in the room and my way to remedy that is to open up more rooms <laughs> where more women of color feel comfortable being a part of it. So I'm getting over my event stress and um, am really, really excited to expand this community, hopefully with meetups throughout the year, mainly concentrated in Seattle. But I know that we do have uh, balanced black girls all over the country who are also interested. So as this community continues to grow, I would also love if we maybe had Balanced Black Girl ambassadors in different cities. If that's something that you're interested in, bringing like a Balanced Black Girl club to your city go ahead and reach out to me. Shoot us an email at hello at balanceblackgirl.com or you can hit me up on Instagram at less. Shoot me a DM, let me know your city and that you would be interested in maybe hosting a Balance Black Girl uh, meetup in your city if you don't live in Seattle. And let's get it cracking. Like, let's just do it. I don't know. I didn't really plan to say that, but like whatever, I'm saying it now. Let's just like do this. Let's let's get together and let's commune in real life. Um, so that's going to be the biggest thing that I'm really excited for, for Balanced Black Girl in 2019 is that in real life connection piece. So it's going to start with the book club meetups. I would love to eventually maybe do some live workouts and I'm scheming and dreaming of even bigger things than that down the line um, that I'm just super, super excited to do one day. But really, the theme of 2019 for Balanced Black Girl is going to be connection in real life. So get ready for some IRL experiences to come to you in 2019. Um, Also, another aspect of something that I would really love to bring to Balance Black Girl is more kind of tangible wellness content. So even though I shut down the Balance Berry and while I am kind of taking a step back in my own personal fitness journey that has made it harder for me to create fitness content, um, I would love to still have fitness and wellness resources available to people um, that are kind of Balance Black Girl approved. So we've been asked to have everything from a trainer directory to Balance Black black girl fitness um that I would love to bring to you just kind of once we get the ball rolling and get settled into the year. So once I kind of get back into my own fitness groove, um I am really excited to bring more of that but with kind of a different twist. I really want to present fitness in more of an inclusive, non-triggering way to be honest. Um and part of me taking a step back was because I was feeling very triggered by being working in fitness full time and I've just like needed a break. But when I'm done with that break, um, I am excited to hopefully bring you all some more kind of tangible wellness content in addition to the incredible um, resources and interviews from our wonderful guests. So be on the lookout for that because I do know how important that is and I do want to deliver as much of that that I can as possible while also still being mindful of my own kind of mental and, and physical health in creating that type of content as well. So bear with me, um, 2019, gonna get it together. <laughs> In that regard, um, and then lastly is brand partnerships. So I have been super, super careful about sponsorships, and honestly, since transitioning to Balance Black Girl, have done hardly any sponsored content the way that I used to do for the Balance Berry. But I am slowly starting to reincorporate working with some brands to create content that is really juicy and meaningful and actionable for you. So. We are going to be presenting information that is on everything from financial health and wellness because that is incredibly important. And also, I mean, for people of color, you know, we oftentimes don't get access to the same resources that our white counterparts do. And I would love to bring more content to really help level that playing field as as much as possible. So that is going to be a really big focus for our content, especially in the beginning of 2019, is financial Financial health resources, figuring out how do we get our finances together so that we can create generational wealth so that we can prosper just like everyone else. It's super important. And it's something that's not nearly talked about enough in the wellness conversation. So, super excited for that. And also, super excited to bring you more um, Black owned businesses. So, through this podcast and through the interviews that are coming up, we have some incredible Black female entrepreneurs who are creating. Bomb businesses, bomb products, and we're going to have some really exciting giveaways, coupon codes with special discounts for this community for these incredible products um, that I've, you know, started like using and trying things out from upcoming guests that I am in love with that I am so excited to share with you. So, 2019, y'all, we're getting our community right, we're getting our money right, we're supporting Black owned businesses, like, we're doing the damn thing thing. I'm and I'm so pumped for it. Um and then just on a broader kind of context of what's next for the wellness community, Kind of like I mentioned earlier, just super, super excited that these conversations around diversity and inclusion and around understanding who is a part of what and who's included and what voices we have at the table, like these conversations are happening and they're happening all around. They're happening everywhere. They're coming out of the DMs and into the comments and into the world. And we're probably going to have some situations that are super uncomfortable i'm no i'm probably going to say some things that are going to ruffle some people's feathers um and it's going to be hard and it's going to be messy and it's going to be challenging but i think that there's going to be so much growth for all of us that comes from that and so that is like the biggest what's next that i am looking forward to all right Whew, solo episodes are hard y'all i like i like interviews where i can ask someone questions and let them do the talking. Um lastly, <laughs> let's talk about goals. So, heading into a new year, heading into 2019, you know, we are kind of bombarded with content that is about new year, new you. And um I think that that can be good if that resonates with you. I think that if you're like me, maybe that doesn't resonate with you. Something that I am noticing a lot on social media, but I think on one hand, is really refreshing and really wonderful, but on the other hand, can be kind of a slippery slope, is I'm seeing a lot of content around kind of behaviors and things that we're leaving in 2018, right? Like, we're leaving problematic behavior in 2018, we're leaving tox, you know, toxic relationships in 2018, we're leaving our limiting beliefs in 2018. That has really been kind of the conversation around the new year this year, which I love and I am here for it in every way imaginable. However, my question is how? Like if we look beyond a meme, how are we doing that? I am so here for changing toxic behavior. I am so here for improving our habits. I am so here for these goals because I have very similar goals for myself and what I am challenging myself to do and also challenging you to do because I love you is figuring out the how. So, For me, I have a goal this year to really travel, so I plan on taking um, a big trip for my 30th birthday next summer. I also want to do some traveling at the end of 2019, so by this time next year, um, I would love to be out of town for the holidays and traveling, doing incredible things. Um, And that, to me, just saying I want to travel more feels kind of pie in the sky, like Less, what are you doing to travel more? How are you reworking your budget to be able to afford travel? Are you requesting that time off now so that you have that squared away? Um, are you getting dates secured now? Are you talking to your travel buddies about it now? Like taking action, small actionable steps now to actually make those things happen and not waiting till the last minute and then being unable to do it um, or feeling like it's too daunting or feeling like I can't afford it or I can't do this or I can't do that, kind of everything that is my usual excuse, I'm really challenging myself to take as much action as possible now and to take action every single day towards those things I really, really want to do so that they actually happen so the same goes for toxic behavior you know when we talk about either toxic behaviors that we have ourselves or the toxic behaviors of others how we're leaving that in 2018 okay well how are we leaving that in 2018 like are we are we going to therapy are we having those tough conversations with people saying you know you gotta get it together like what what are we doing to really make things better outside of just sharing memes about things being better. And y'all, I'm not preaching at you. I'm really preaching at myself, but I'm sharing it with you because I am the first one who will be like, this year, here's what I'm not gonna do and here's what I'm gonna do and then doing the same old thing. And I really, really am challenging myself um, to really be be about it and to really kind of walk the walk and to make the changes that I know need to be made and being super, super actionable about it. Um, along the same lines, I'm also kind of challenging myself to set better goals and to set goals that are kind of more meaningful. So instead of being like, I want to get organized or I want to work out more those things honestly at this point in my life just aren't that meaningful to me. Like if I talked about getting organized or working out more, I would be talking about those things purely because that's what I feel like I should be doing, not because those things truly hold value to me in my life. Um, and so I I would rather spend my energy focusing on those goals that truly are holding value to me at this moment that I know I truly want, not like, oh, it's a new year, so I feel like I should be doing those things. Like, what truly holds value to you? What do you truly want? Make it just like one to two things that you actually truly want so badly that you would truly follow up on, then break it down into those tangible steps so that they can actually happen, so that you can take daily action towards it and really, really stay on top of that. But just like one to two things. And then at the end of 2019, like, let's see where we're at. Let's see what conversations we're having. Um, I mean, I would hope that by the end of 2019, I am at Afrocella instead of in my bedroom recording a podcast on new year's eve but like you know that's neither (laughs) that is neither here nor there but what goals am i setting to get there by this time next year? Every decision that I make, am I factoring in what that goal is when I make that decision? Um, And that is how you kind of set resolutions that actually stick and that are actually meaningful. So honestly, for me, I don't really care about upping my workout routine a ton at the moment because that's just not a meaningful goal for me. Am I going to continue working out? Yeah. Am I going to continue taking classes? Sure. Am I going to go to the gym every day? Nah. So why should I even waste my breath setting a goal that's not meaningful to me? So maybe take some time. Think about what goals are actually meaningful for you that you truly, truly want, not just that you think you should be setting. And think about what small, daily, actionable decisions you can make each day that's going to get you closer to that goal. All right. I did a lot of talking. A lot of talking. I don't know about the solo episode thing, y'all. That's that's it's a lot. I like having another person <laughs> to bounce things off of. Um, but I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to me, to support the podcast. Again, it has just been a complete dream come true over the past few months, and I am excited for where this community is going. I am grateful for you. I'm excited for you to have an incredible, prosperous 2019, setting those meaningful goals and taking those actions every single day to get there. Um, Because I just, I have a good, I have a good feeling about all that is to come. And I'm excited that you are here along for the ride. So if you like this episode, please make sure to leave a rating and a review. It really, really helps us out. Um, We've had some amazing reviews of the podcast and we need to kind of keep that going in order to help people find the show. So please, please, please make sure you leave us a rating and a review. If you would like to join our Facebook community, go to Facebook. We're in the Balanced Black Girl podcast community. That is our Private group uh, for women who listen to the podcast. We talk about our book club. We talk about our goals. We share advice with one another, wellness tips. Um, it is just a really, really supportive community. So if you'd like to take this conversation to the next level, make sure you hit up the Balanced Black Girl podcast community on Facebook. It is a private group. You'll love it. And last but not least, thank you so much for hanging out with me. I would love to keep in touch with you. So if we are not already Insta friends, um, you can follow me at Balanced Less, and then we also have the at Balanced Black Girl Podcast account. Um, and you can keep in touch with all things Balanced Less or Balanced Black Girl Podcast there. So thank you so much for listening and have a happy new year. (laughs)